Kobe Williams, you handsome son of a bitch. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. You know, loving the job, loving the life, loving the day, loving every minute of it. How are you oh, doing, David? Man, not too bad. Not too bad. This is, uh, my name is David Barella. If you haven't uh, heard him call me by the name David, and I'm joined by Kobe Williams, the handsome, the wonderful. Um, Look, I don't want to not bring up the elephant in the room right now. You know what, what I mean? Elephant with the, like, I'm not entirely sure what elephant you're talking about. Oh, uh, okay. So we're playing it this way, Kobe. Okay. So um, there has been some egregious, and I mean egregious, uh, claims out there by some anonymous sources. Um, I guess I'll go through them. I mean, if this is the first time you're hearing it. Um, I mean, this is absolutely the, like, the first time I've ever heard about it. Like, if anything, I want to know who these anonymous sources are so that like you know I can get in contact with them. Right. No. A- absolutely. And I guess I want to give you the you know the way to either clean your name or own it or whatever. I want you to be who you are, you know, and I want you to do what you feel like you need to do because I'm not the one experiencing controversy, Kobe. This is you right now, okay? So, anyways, um, according to the Possibly Rambling podcast, which is a uh, on Twitter at Rambling underscore Pod, they said breaking news: Kobe Williams you of possibly rambling has been accused by multiple anonymous sources of purchasing and using scotch bright sponges opposed to scrub daddy and you know you know our love for scrub daddy i look as much as i want to sit there and and back you and support you and i and i do okay i do but there's a sliver of doubt that like i hope that you're not these these claims some of these well, sources are you know or it's just brutal. What is, what's your first thing you, you kind of say on this, man? Well, um, I would like to apologize, um, but that is uh, completely and utterly true. <laughs> completely and utterly true. Completely and utterly true. Oh, my I, goodness. You use Scotch-Brite. It's just something about the yellow and the green. Oh, my God. What? I don't know how to it, respond it just, to this. It, it just brings me a smile. A smile that Scrub Daddy already provides you, literally and physically and metamorph. This has been our brand. We're on we're on episode thirty eight. Is it thirty eight or thirty seven? It's it's actually thirty nine. If we're being oh, honest, if we're being, it's actually thirty right, right. thirty nine. Um, I, I don't know how to. So you're owning this. You are owning this. You did this. This isn't false. I mean, there there once was a time in which I did not have a scrub daddy with me, and I I just had to use it, but it, it brought me a smile because I, I just enjoyed the yellow and the green, the yellow and the green man. Let me go to the next. Let me go to the next bit here. Um, I need I need a minute. Um, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, um, take all the time you need. I mean, it's, it's a it's a tragic news, uh, but you know. It's, Sometimes Do you regret you it? Gotta... Do you wish you had a scrub daddy with you? Or is this 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 just Oh don't but absolutely I wish I had a scrub daddy with me. But if I'm walking past the aisle and I don't see the scrub daddies, I'm not searching if I can see a scrub Scott Wright. I can't do it. The Kobe Williams I know, or the one that I thought I knew to be clear, would have just had dirty dishes until he had a scrub daddy. And he would have had multiple scrub daddies in a sink already. Well, you know, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and I'm trying to, you know, just I am trying to make good of those bad habits, trying to get rid of those dirty dishes. Oh, man. 
here's the next anonymous source. It says, quote, I seen it with me own two eyes. Scotch bright. No scrub daddy in sight whatsoever. It's a damn shame. I mean, which voice are we saying this in? Are we saying it uh, from Pirate Pete from like, you know, Dodgeball? Are we saying this like Captain Jack Sparrow pirate? Like, <laughs> I, guess, I guess the pirate voice can be subjective. It's like, all right, I see it with my own two eyes. All right, Scotch Bright. So I guess it could be a, it could be a pirate, but I think this is rather, I think this is a rather clever deflection, Kobe. Um, worrying about what they sound like. Doesn't matter what they sound like, Kobe. I, I'm devastated right now. Um, it's a damn shame, and damn, it's that's right. Um, the next one, right? They were once my seventh favorite podcast, but now they're my eighth. Okay, now that you're one, crashing the business. That that one does cut a little deep. It, it does cut a little deep. I, I I will have to apologize for that. That the only thing you're apologizing for not ruining our brand, our future foundation of how we're going to make money. Just... You had to do okay. Next thing, in all fall, in all fairness, though, uh, we do love Scrub Daddy. I know I love Scrub Daddy. Um, me, David Burrell, of representing possibly rambling. Um, I don't want to speak on Kobe Williams's behalf anymore because it's uh, there seems to be a tension in the room. Um, the next quote the fame went to his head if these rumors are true then i'm afraid we have a fraud on our hands there's 38 previous episodes of you talking your love for scrub daddy what's real what's true reality is what you make it man and you're a scotch butt user the next one, I really thought he was different. Some anonymous, really cute and let down child was the source. You're hurting the people. I, I just... You felt like you had to do what you had to do? I felt like I had to do what I had to do. I I will need some minute to process this, okay? I might have a minute to process this, really think about everything here and um, quite frankly question our friendship and uh, what we stand for. But besides that, the show must move on. It must move on for now. For the people, we have... Maybe you're in the denial phase of this, okay? And maybe I need to give you more benefit of the doubt when you're dealing with this, and maybe this is a big pitfall that you've had. I love you, Kobe, but I, I there's, there's a... There's a certain... There's a certain... You know what? I'm not. I'm not how, mad. I'm disappointed. How about make this promise to you? I'm listening. I'll throw out the Scott Brights, and I'll go buy me a Scrub Daddy. You should already have a Scrub Daddy. You should never have had a Scotch Bright. I had a Scrub Daddy, and I that, had a Scrub Mommy, and a Scrub Baby, and a Scrub Baby, and they're all gone. No, and, no, they're not all gone. But you used a Scotch Bright. What's the I truth? Did. They were all dirty, like super dirty. So I had to throw them away. Throw them away. Do you know that if you return the Scrub Daddy to to the Scrub Daddy company, they'll give you a discounted Scrub Daddy? 
Is that true? That is true, actually. Well, we it's a very neat thing. And while we're here, uh, Scrub Daddy, our future sponsorship, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> is uh, uh, we love everything that they do and everything that, that they stand for. And um, um, now some of us may be in limbo if dealing with things uh, and their allegiances. But I know um, some of us here uh, love Scrub Daddy with everything in their heart. And it's the best product on the damn market. And it gives you a serotonin driven experience for serotonin for a non serotonin task. Um, and one of the cool things that you can do with the scrub daddy scrub mommy, the scrub products is whenever they kind of get beat up, you can return them to the scrub daddy um, company and you can get a discounted version of the same product or a newer product. Um, but anyways, back to the, back to the thing. Let's get, let's get into to some things here. Cause I, I think there's some meat to be left on this bone right now. I'm not happy about you using Scotch Bright, okay? And the people and the viewers and our fans aren't either. But how about, how about we table this for we'll next table week? This. And we'll we'll see how this week goes and I'll try to have it fixed by next week. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, the, the people need need a response from you, you know, and this is your first response. I guess it's better to claim that you did it than than lie on camera, but I uh wouldn't want to get caught lying on camera. Yeah, that'd be that'd be whack. Um, I'm not saying you can't change. You know what I mean. And there's there's growth and there's nuances in this world that I think you, I hope, you consider. Um, but besides that, so <laughs> now gets to get into some real discussions, some real deep philosophical discussions. Okay, that sounds fantastic. So. Kobe, I've I've been a friend of mine today. His name is Paris from my work. He was asking me if almond milk is actually nut juice, and I want to get your 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 thoughts on this. So, I mean, it all it goes back to the. Did you see it when uh, oat milk and or almond milk was really and oat milk was starting to come up? You always saw the memes of uh, where's the almond titty? Yeah, where's the almond titty? The Did almond you... titty. It's the almond titty. So like. I would – it's one of those things that's like growing up as it would be in the almond titty, how can it be nut juice? It's titty juice. So it's titty juice. So, okay. Okay, so there's a lot to dissect here. So this also reminds me of – I didn't really watch the show a whole lot because different things. Are you are, are you familiar with The Ranch? Yes, I, lo- I love The Ranch. Yeah, you know, it was a good show. And, it's, uh, and then, you know, the one guy, Danny Masterson, got – accused of several terrible things kind yeah, of ended the show right um but there is he's like he's like show me the tit on the almond was uh what's his name um uh, sam elliott's characters uh yeah yeah he's like show uh, me the tit on an almond Bo, Bo, yeah his name was Bo. yeah fucking yeah. Bo. um so you don't milk a nut you know what i mean like you don't yeah. you don't milk a nut no you, it's it's a juicing process, but what makes almond milk milk? You're juicing the nut, so shouldn't it be called nut juice theoretically here? I mean, I guess that would be have to that would have to be true because it'd definitely be closer to a nut than it would be milk. Mm. But what's the definition of juice? You know what I'm saying? Like, does juice have to be from a fruit? I don't think so. I mean. I don't think it has to come from a fruit. I mean, I'm sure there's uh, there's those V8 juices out there that they have juiced vegetables in it. Oh, yeah. So it has to be fruit or vegetable. But is there nuts involved with it? 
I mean, in several smoothies, there's, you know, they include nuts in it. So, I mean, would that technically be considered? I mean, like, what type of consistency would solidify a juice? I mean, are we talking, like, just, like, straight, like, liquid? Are we talking, like, pulp and part of, you know? Interesting. Like, is this one of the things I was thinking about with it? With, like, because I wonder if it's that because it's so viscous, like almond milk. You know, like if you're yeah. juicing an almond, it becomes viscous. I don't know how – I wonder if they make other stuff to make it thick like that, like a milk consistency. And I wonder if that's why they associate it with it. But like they also are trying to make a substitute milk is probably the theme, right? Because they, they wanted to get it not from a cow to be to, to be what, vegan or non-dairy, right? So that exactly, people that yeah. are lactose intolerant don't blow out their asses. Yeah, and I think it's definitely geared towards, you know, trying to – not necessarily just it's made for not just people that are trying to be vegan and stuff like that. You have a lot of people that uh, are just trying to have healthier choices because in a lot of times those almond milks and uh, oat milk are the dietary values better in the, uh, that than whole milk. Oh, interesting. I wasn't even thinking about the dietary value of it because I was thinking strictly like – because I'm lactose intolerant. I yeah. choose to suffer more often than not. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> – Same here. Same yeah. Here. Yeah. And so like, um, you know, sometimes I pay the pay the price. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blow up my ass today. And, um, and that's a decision that I consciously make. But sometimes it's nice not blowing out my ass. You know what yeah, I mean? I get that. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, sometimes you just like if I could have this option and have it taste this good without having to deal with those effects, then mm. yeah, like as a good substitute. But like, you know, like a lot of people do that with, you know, uh, oat milk, yogurt, uh, yep, the little vegan ice cream or lactose free ice creams and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'd say this though, like, I almost smell milk. If I smell like whole milk or whatever, or like, I'm almost like, oh, like my stomach almost gargles like before even consuming it. Like, I just know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, It's man. just like the, just the side of it. It's the, the, yeah, it's the, it's the thought. And I'm just like, oh, you are, you are stimulating the, like the bubble guts. Um, man, man, crazy. Um, so you, do you think there's a way then? Cause do you think that they make it like more viscous when they make it? Or do you think that like juicing an almond, cause it's a juicing process. Cause like I said, you're not milking a nut. Exactly. It's juicing the nut, just make it thick. Or do you think it's like made to be thick to substitute milk? I mean, I feel like it has to be made thicker because I mean, eventually you get it to a point to where it's like so watery that it looks more like just water with like, white paint in it than anything mm, else right so, so I mean, at some point they have to add something that kind of thickens it up i feel like would you so then so theoretically almond milk and nut juice theoretically can coexist like they're two different things so like, I feel like so, yeah yeah okay but it also makes you wonder how much actual like nuts or oats or whatever is actually in that milk Oh, interesting because there's so much shit into it, but yeah. it's, but I guess it depends because there's some stuff, right? Cause there's some stuff. Cause now like almond milk is like a, 
it's a popular item now, and Unbook is a popular item now that like it's probably now more significantly mass produced. At one point, it was like this organic thing, and there's yeah, still exactly. organic options, but now it's probably getting just pumped up. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, it, it, everything kind of changes, and the more like the more it's needed, the more uh, corners they try to cut. Probably and not do anything right because you have to. It allows for more mess ups and possibilities, and so I mean, they kind of have to put it in a way in which they can kind of just mass produce it right otherwise no, that's you know, a good point be, if if that was the case in which they just did it by hand and you know did tool uh like had tools and stuff like that i mean you figure they'd probably be able to you know employ half of america just to have the uh, the production they would deem right no that's a fair point man man oh man not juice and its nuances so man what's been on your mind man What's been on your mind besides the controversy and nut juice? Um, what's been on my mind is this NBA Finals coming up. Oh, man. So you got the Warriors, you got the Celtics. What's your thoughts? How are you feeling? Uh, I just feel like Golden State's kind of hard to stop right now. Uh, I what? really do. But Boston, Boston's hard to count out. I mean, just they've got some – they've got those guys in there. They're not going to – they're not going to give up. So, I mean, it's, it's going to have to go to a deep game. Yeah, man, it, it always seems to be that way. I'm really conflicted in this series because I feel like – because right now Golden State's the favored ones. Oh, for but sure. They, but they've also had the easier route. Exactly. Like, I mean, you know, in the past it's been where the Western Conference has been pretty much like all dominant. Like, you know, so many good teams coming out of there that if they played in the Eastern Conference would just dominate. But, I mean, the – the Eastern Conference is really starting trying to uh, starting to step up their game, and I mean it's making it hard for you know these other Eastern Conference teams going through the playoffs. And it seems to be in the West, it's starting to become more dominant by a team per every year. Yeah, no, I think that's fair because it's it's interesting to see kind of how how it's all going down because you have the, the East, you have a lot of like they, they stylistically it feels different too because like the two final teams was like. Miami and Boston, who are like hard nosed, kind of the closest thing to like '90s basketball. Yeah, like trying to get down in the, having some contact in the game. And then, and then you also have right, and then like Giannis and the Bucks are also in that conference. And then on the other side, your top teams are the Warriors that play good defense, but they shoot a lot of threes. You have the Mavericks who have Luca, who's a superhero. You have. The Phoenix Suns, who are, I mean, they're a good balance of both, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. for the most part, they're more, it's a more finesse in the West, I think, and then more, like, grit in the East. Oh, absolutely. So, part of me kind of wants Boston at a principle of just, like, some old-school basketball, people doing it kind of like the lunch pail kind of way, like going to work and grinding, playing defense, but... I, I honestly like I get that like I would love to see Boston get it, but at the same time I would not mind seeing Golden State win it. I mean, you know, with especially with Clay coming back healthy this year, and uh, you know, everybody says, "Oh, they were done." You know, Clay wasn't helping much because the past few years, but this past few years in which the Golden State Warriors, like you know, they've gone downhill from their big stretch in the late two thousands uh, and tens. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've been riddled with injuries, and I mean, they're all kind of starting to pull it together and. Uh, you know that new I can't remember that rookie guy they got, but oh, he's uh, looking Poole? to be yeah, Poole. Uh, he's looking to be a good addition to the team. 
Man, he's a stud. Like it, it's it's interesting too because they got guys that can play, man. Like that isn't just the big three, and because the big three is what like Clay, Clay, Steph, Draymond, and they were yeah. all part of those championship teams, and they're all now the vets. Now they're no longer the young guys, but like, um, they're still the main dudes. But yeah, you yeah, you got you got pull who can play. They play they play really good, but it's still, I I think they're gonna win it, and they've played less games, but they've also like. The teams that that they've played just have not been as good. Like they have um they beat up a beat up Denver Nuggets team that missed their second best player. They played um who did they play the second round? They played the Grizzlies without their best player who's a top yeah. 5 player in John Morant. And then they beat the Dallas Mavericks who have I mean really they're they're an overmatched team that got carried by one player. Exactly. Like the Mavs like realistically like are a another a good starter and one decent bench player uh, from a way to being able to be that championship team. But, I mean, they just, like, realistically right now, they're led by that one player. They're yeah. Led by Luka. So, I mean, for the Golden State Warriors, I mean, they had it. They had an easy – they had an easy route. I mean, just with all the injuries they uh, the other teams were facing everything versus you got Boston who been dealing with a few bang-ups and they've just been – They've been grinding out, you know, going deep in these series and everything, and they seem they seem like a tough team to beat right now. Yeah, they're probably more banged up though, to be fair, than the Golden State oh, absolutely. Warriors. Absolutely. So they got so they whacked on the Nets. They like whacked the Nets. They swept them, and then they beat the Bucks in seven, which the Bucks were missing their second best player, but Giannis is a Giannis I mean, is called, Giannis. He's called the freak for a reason, and then exactly. um, and then. It's interesting though, because if the Bucks had Chris Middleton, they're probably winning that series. And then, um, uh, and then they played the Miami Heat, who they're not crazy offensive, but I mean they'll smack you in the mouth, man. And they oh, were kind of limping too. Whoever won between, and I went seven games, so whoever won between Miami and Boston, like that's going to, like both of them were limping to the finish line. You know, yeah, I mean um, they really were. Um. To me, it just depends on some of this stuff. So, like, I think Boston matches up well against Golden State better than Miami does. Like, if Miami went in there, I think I think it might be a five-game series, maybe a six-game series. I think Boston matches up well because they're, like, I don't know, they're bigger. They, they can score, you know, and um, – but – oh, it just depends, man. If Steph's on, then it's, it doesn't matter. You want to hear my take on it? Yeah, I want to hear it. If Boston wins, it'll be game seven. Anything else, Golden State wins it. That's my prediction. Really? I don't think I disagree, man. I don't disagree with that. I think if it goes game seven, I think it's going to – if it goes game seven, Boston's going to win it. But if if it goes anything less, Golden State wins that. Yeah, I think think I'm saying Golden State in six. Yeah, I think I probably have to agree with that. I think Golden State in six, and I think because I I think Boston's good enough to get some games. Like I don't think it's gonna be a slick a sweep. I think they're gonna have to earn it. And I think Game Six, when it's a three-two game, like three-two series, I think it's gonna be close on that one. And I think it's just Golden State's gonna pull it out. Um, but the game starts tonight. We'll see what's up. I've been predicting some series. I've been dead wrong on a lot of them. So I'm like, we'll see. You never know. You know, this is where. Greats become great. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
Man, oh, man. So, David, has anything interesting happened in your week this week? Uh, nothing crazy in particular, right? I um, So, I had a minute where I shit my pants a couple times in a three-day period. That was pretty whack. But that, that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, worked on my diet a little bit since then. Uh, has that ever happened to you? You just, like, shit yourself? Like, just, like, profusely, like? Well, maybe not profusely, just like in your pants. Like you just like you just like chart. You think you're gonna fart, and then you chart, and you're like, "Damn it!" I, I can say I think that's only happened like one time in my life. So, oh, lucky you. Um, I, yeah. So, what do you do? You, do you have a good diet? Like, do you are you like? Because I know I have a bad diet, so I wonder if that's what mine is. See, I think it's – I have a very bad diet. Like, I mean, I'm straight up, like, meat and potatoes type of guy. I mean, carbs, proteins, starches, that's about it. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that, you know, everybody's kind of different where, like, you know, you're lactose intolerant. I'm not. So, I mean – Oh, that'll do it. I mean – Yeah, I, I, I guess that probably is that. All right, well, you know what? It's not necessarily just the lactose uh, – like, the lactose – lactose intolerant thing it's just like you know everybody's kind of body reacts different to different things yeah that was a very nice way to say i got a weak asshole (laughs) (laughs) so anyways um you know what let's get on a serious note here i kind of want to pick your brain on this all right pick it all right if you were how 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 old are you right now i am 23 years old 23 years old so whether it, it whatever would be better for you, imagine yourself at 18 years old, or imagine mentoring someone that's 18 years old. They just became an adult. They just graduated high school. From this point in my life, what would you? What advice would you give that individual? Oh, uh, I mean, think about yourself. I mean, that like you know, thinking of others. Yeah, that's cool and all, but like. As you're like, you know, you're 18 years old, you're graduating high school, you know, you're going out into the real world and you don't know what you want to do. Don't think about what other people would want you to do. Think about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's that's a big thing because, you know, that leads the rest of your life. Uh, and so listening to someone else, you could wind up in a miserable job that you hate for your entire life. Uh, and that was one of my biggest realizations going to college was realizing that, hey, the thing I'm going into wasn't necessarily for me it was just because i wanted money i wanted to make good money but then i got into it and i was like money's really not that big of a deal to me like don't get me wrong love money absolutely but i think ultimate happiness and like being able to love your life love your days is a little bit more important elaborate a bit on that for me because I like I, I like that a lot what is a way that you would say that would make you happy or make you more be able to be satisfied with your life, I guess. Like what, what, what's something, cause you said it's not money, but if you had to pinpoint something and maybe you really can't pinpoint something and that's fair, and but I, I can, I can, uh, it's quality time for me. I mean, that's, that's my major love language is just quality time. So, I mean, whether it's quality time with my family, quality time with friends, quality time with, uh, you know, a significant other mm. things such as that. I mean, just like being able to spend time with friends, whether, I mean, it's, you know, hanging out, playing games, or if it's just literally sitting on the couch next to each other, like playing on your phone, watching some movie or something. Yeah. Like you don't even have to be talking to each other. I mean, like it's just a matter of, for me, 
me being happy, like, don't get me wrong. I can have a good time by myself. Like, I mean, you know, I enjoy my own, my own company, but like having the company of others, like that, that's a, that's a happiness for me in my life. No, that's fair. So you, you seem to be a pretty, pretty content in that way. Like that's something where like, do you, do you find yourself having to balance striving for goals and also maintaining contentment, I guess, in that a way, do you feel like you pick one over the other or? I mean, I don't know if I've necessarily picked one over the other. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a challenge, uh, you know, going out through everyday life, you know, between work and trying to achieve what you want in life, but also trying to make, make time for you, whatever you want, whether it be friends or, video games or, you know, movies, playing musical instruments, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's one of those things that it's tough to balance. Uh, and sometimes you do find you wind up yourself picking one over the other. And sometimes it's not also necessarily always the best one, but it's the one that you just so happen upon. Mm, no, that's fair. That's so interesting, man. I think that's, I think those, those, those are some valid points. You know, it's good to kind of be grounded in that kind of way, you know, and kind of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just one of those deals that every once in a while you kind of have to take a step back and remind yourself. And that might include doing a little bit of everything and then just reminding yourself, hey, this is where the balance needs to be. Uh, sometimes, you know, as humans, we we get stuck in our way sometimes in which it's like not necessarily that we don't like change or that it's really even change. It's just a matter of getting hyper fixated on one thing for a period of time in which you're more, more doing one thing than the other instead of right. making a nice balance of it. That's beautiful. I like that a lot. I think, I think that's some, that's some advice. Like I, I felt like I needed to hear almost, you know what I mean? Like, but it's cause it, it is one thing though. Cause like finding the balance in things is for me personally, so difficult. And because sometimes I find myself just being like, I have to hit this goal, I have to hit this goal, I have to hit this goal. And then I kind of forget about other stuff, whether it's like mental health, whether it's like my diet, whether it's other stuff. Or sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm focusing a lot of money because I got to do that. And then it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm missing some other stuff or I'm messing up in this like aspect of my relationship where I'm not caring enough or I find myself sitting there, whether it's with friends, siblings, significant other, all those kind of things. I'm like, all right, you got to balance that. And then – and sometimes I find myself like hyper reactive to things, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, yeah. okay, I messed up right here. So now I got to like really work on this. And then I start forgetting the other part where I'm like, ah, oh, you got to really balance it and really kind of make a, a, uh, I mean a balance, honestly, I don't want to just yeah, like keep, I mean, keep using that word, is, but you know, it's one of those things that sometimes, uh, while you're trying to balance it and you're trying to figure out what's good, uh, sometimes doing one thing necessarily is good for all three at the same time, even that, you know, like sometimes striving for those goals, it does help out with the other two uh, more than what, uh, more than just trying to doing a hundred percent of one thing like, as all three come together. But uh, at the same time, you know, you maybe have a little bit more into one area than the other. Right. No, that's fair. That's fair. So do you, do you, I guess like you feel like with you and your significant other, you have, you have a pretty good balance in 
in maintaining quality of time is 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 your significant other's love language the similar same as yours or is it different it is it is different uh mine is definitely quality time uh she's a very physical touch type of person she wants to cuddle she wants to hold hands she wants to hug and all that and me personally i don't mind it i've just never been a physical touch person i mean like even as a baby like i was one that was like leave me alone put me in front of the tv don't touch me i don't want to be held right so, I mean, it, like, sometimes you feel like you have to find a balance that's a little greater than what you might would be used to in a situation like that. Absolutely. I think – so I, I find it fascinating because me and, and, my, and my partner, we have the same dynamic as y'all too, but it's different. Like, I am the physical touch and affirmation, and she is the – you know, quality time is one of her big ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so it is interesting that way where like, no, I think I think it's interesting because there's some, some stuff where I have to be like, oh, I have to make sure I, it's not that I dislike quality time. Of course I like quality time, but I have to like put it into perspective and, uh, and you know, do that and i think she's really naturally not a physical touch person you know what i mean yeah. as far as i'm concerned and you can kind of tell when she kind of goes out of her way to do that does that make sense exactly. and so it's yeah, like all yeah, right and so you you have to and it kind of makes it sweeter because you know that like and same with you and your person for sure is that you're like you you kind of almost know that it's not their natural reaction to do that that they have to like cognitively think to do that mm -hmm. but no, no, that's like, fascinating yeah it, it's a it's definitely a i wouldn't necessarily say a unique situation but it's definitely a situation which like you kind of have to learn to adapt with it yeah man all right i'm gonna get a little deeper again because i'm kind of I, I enjoy this topic a lot so what's the one thing you've learned about your current relationship That might, that's trying to think of one thing. I mean, honestly, one thing that I've learned from this relationship is that not everything seems as it is the first time. Say it again. Not everything seems as it is the first time. Like, you know, the old saying, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. I'm saying that in a relationship, it may not seem what it is the first time you hang out. Like the first time you hang out or go on a date or whatever, you know, like realistically you don't start really truly getting to know someone until you feel comfortable around them. And I don't mean just comfortable of like, Hey, I can sit here with you and eat dinner and, you know, kind of chit chat and stuff like that. But you don't really understand who you oh. like, like, who the person is and if you truly connect until you get into the deeper, like not necessarily the deeper conversations, just getting to another level of comfort with the person. And right. So, I mean, it's definitely one of those things that like when we first, when we first started talking uh, after the first time we both were just kind of like, yeah, like they're all right. We kind of takes it for a little bit and it just kind of, it's like, no, probably not now. I mean, for whatever reasons it was. And I mean, we come back like, uh five or six months later and i mean we just start talking and we just 
I hang out with her for a second time and we just kind of hit it off that time. I mean, we were at a point in which it was kind of like past all the, you know, the bull crap, uh, you know, the what's your favorite colors crap and stuff like that. I mean, it just got to a point in which we felt we could like joke around and like be ourselves and like be comfortable. Right. And like uh, from that angle, she was just like the entire situation just felt like a different environment. Oh, that's fascinating. I think that that's a, that's a fair point. You know what I mean? I think that's a very, that's so interesting. It, it, it kind of almost, like I said, like, God forbid, like, I don't want to go on a first date again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I love my relationship. But it's almost like, I would advise people to not ask the monotonous questions, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? Stuff like that. And I'm not saying don't know those things. Know those things. But like, absolutely. But like, that's stuff that, like, realistically, you could learn later on. I mean, like, right now, like, you know, a month into the relationship, realistically, are you going to remember what she said on the first date? Are you going to remember that she said her favorite color was such and such, unless it was talked about since then? No. So, I mean, realistically, when you're getting to know a person and trying to get to that next level of comfortness in which you can actually start to genuinely enjoy each other's company. Why ask dumb questions like what your color, what your favorite color is? Right. Let's get past that and kind of get to the more of the meat and potatoes of it all, you know, kind of get exactly. into some of the, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, ask like super deep questions, just ask questions that trigger a response. You know what I mean? Just like, what would you do in this situation? Or like, what are you thinking about this on the aspects of like relationship regarding boundaries? Just kind of like give a, have a standpoint because I think what one of the things I made a mistake on is like I made a lot of assumptions early on, right? And and so the one thing about her and I is we're polar opposites, to be honest with you. Yeah. Right. And so the um we think about things differently, just like in general. We we'll just think about things differently and different things matter to us. And so like for example, it, vice versa, there's stuff that we'll do do to each other that might like piss us off or hurt hurt each other's feelings. But it, like if it was done to ourselves, it wouldn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I get you. Yeah, so like I don't know, so it's stuff like that where you kind of have to like I'm not I'm not saying like what upsets you, but just be like, what do you fuck with? You know, I don't know. I think it's um, interesting. I can tell you right now that if I ever go on another first date, which I really hope I don't. Uh, you know what I'm bringing with me because I, I I don't want to ask those monotonous questions. I'm bringing the game. Would you rather tell me that you could not learn more from a person in 15, 20 minutes of playing a game, the game, would you rather than you ever could learn in 15 to 20 minutes, just randomly talking, asking questions like what your favorite color is. Right. Cause you're going to learn more about that person. Like, as their character and just like what they're actually like and like what they enjoy about, you know, this or that. You can tell their level of spontaneity as well. You can, you can see a lot of, lot, lot of different things about that. You can see if they're just inherently like conservative by like how they approach things, you know, or like yeah. I said, if they really want to like go for it or if what they value over that. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And it's still a pretty, like, it's a fun game. So it wouldn't be too, it wouldn't be too, uh, like dramatic you know what i mean yeah, like, like it, it wouldn't be one of those deals all right now let's talk about your insecurities for an hour and a half 
Right. I'm not yeah. saying don't have those conversations. Have those conversations. Exactly. But like, first date, just, maybe not. Exactly. I just feel like on a first date, I feel like I could get to know somebody better playing that than just the usual casual way. No, I think that's I th- I, th- I think that's pretty insightful. That's pretty that's an interesting technique. Everyone take some notes. They takes take some notes. Um, I do I do have a question for you, sir. It's not oh, as, yeah. it's not as deep as these. Uh, yeah. Thought of it earlier. If you could have one part of your body, and I mean it could be one finger, your hand, your arm, or your like elbow up, arm like, but it has to be one part. Like it can't be both earlobes it has to just be like one earlobe okay okay one part of you to be taller but it can't be your genitalia can't be my can't be my dick okay yeah. one part be taller you know i think i think so, my go ahead so like if you were going to do like a leg like one leg would be taller than the other Yo, that would just throw off your balance, man. Um, so I'm choosing which one do I not, or which one do I do I, I I do want. You have to pick one. Oh, I'm picking my middle finger. Do you see how much emphasis you could sit there and just do that, and you got like super finger just being like, but yeah, like, you know what I mean. How much, how much bigger are you making your finger? I guess I mean that this is your hypothetical. How how much bigger would that be? As, as big as you want it. Okay, so. I mean, it literally could grow a millimeter. It could grow an inch, a foot, and it's not some Mister Fantastic stuff. Like I, like, no, I, like it's, it, it's it, that it, the whole time. It's that the whole time. Like it doesn't shrink back up. Oh man! Oh man! So you want, <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want to know what my friend told me when he answered this question? Okay, because I have two. I think. He his thumb because he already has abnormally long thumbs to begin with, and he says that he would love to make his thumb grow about three inches. That way, he would never lose a thumb wherever again. That would be a power move and a half. Absolutely. I'd say, what if you just have a like ridiculously? So coming from someone, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. It's not an insecurity, it's more an inside joke. But I got a small belly button, bro. <laughs> I got a small fucking belly button. I got a shallow belly button and I got small nipples, right? So I can't – so I want to say nipples, but I don't want one big-ass nipple and one small nipple, right? So like the, the 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 desire – like I find it weird. This is weird, okay? But I think like belly buttons with some death, bro, I respect it. I'm like – because I don't have that, you know what I mean? It's like there's Absolutely. like an envy to it. And so I think, I think either a longer or a more in-depth belly button would be sick. Um, and at a principle of just being like, cause it's kind of, it's kind of novel at that point, just kind of like the thumb would be novel and it has a good reason to be, you would be like dominant with it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, middle right. finger would be good. Cause you could sit there and really emphasize like flipping someone off and you're like, yeah, fuck you. But, uh, give me, give me, give me a super belly button, man. That's where super I'm at. Belly button. What are you taking? Oh, if I'm taking this, I'm I'm probably gonna have to go. Because I mean, honestly, I asked this question earlier, and I didn't even think of my own answer. If I had to go, I would go with 
probably a bigger like a bigger hand. So, but wouldn't wouldn't you you couldn't pick the whole hand, right? Because if you have to pick a thumb or a thing, you would pick like the round thing, or would no? So like when it comes to like your hands and your feet, like you can choose either a finger, or you can choose your hand, or you can choose up to here, or you can choose up to your shoulder, but you can't choose like both hands. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so why would you do with an abnormally large hand? With an average, I assume you have average hands. I don't know. I don't know your hand size. I actually know my right hand is a little bit smaller than my left. Oh, interesting. So are you, are you trying to have an equivalent hand size now? Or yes. are you trying to have a super hand? I, I'm trying to have like an adequate hand size. Why be, why be symmetrical? Personally, That's what society wants you to think. Personally, it's just because I feel like my right hand's a little bit too small for a football. But... Oh, that's fair. But I don't want it to be overly large in which it would be, like, weird. Why not? I mean, no, I hear you, but why not, like, be able to palm the shit out of a basketball? You know what I mean? Like, why not have that ability and, like, have a football and just kind of just, like, fully have it grasp? And you're just, like, you, like, shot put it because your hand's so fucking big. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying ridiculous, but no, that's fair. I No, that's interesting because I I think what's interesting, too, kind of an – underlying thing like like i'm a little insecure having a small belly button you're probably a little insecure about having a small hand and that's what we chose to do you know um interesting uh, what is it uh uh no that's fascinating that's fascinating um but yeah so you would have a, you would have you would you would have um you would improve the hand size your right hand and I would have an adequate size belly button. Look at us. We'd be the talk of the town. We'd be the talk of the town. I'd be like, look the at talk I, of the town. I'd be honest though. If I if I could improve my belly button size, it would be like if I had this power, I would choose a like not an average belly button. I would be like, give me a maybe a fucking thick belly button. Like you, so you want you want the be- the belly button. I want the belly button. I want someone to be like, hey, look at this shit. And it almost like it depends on the person. Like some people would, would be like, "Whoa," you know what I mean. And then some people would would be like, really psyched about it. They're like, "That's a big fucking belly button." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is." Speaking of that, do you think there's actually like a world record for like you know like the deepest belly button or like the biggest belly button? Man, I hope so. You know, I uh, I sure hope so. I mean, like they've got you know world records for everything else, kind of weird. So I figure like that has to be a thing. It does absolutely. That makes me want to like. Look it up. So regarding belly buttons, do you think that it depends on like you think if the person who has the largest belly button in the world, do you think they're predominantly like a large person, like like tall, or do you think like maybe it's like like what do you think would do you think belly button size is comparable to a person's size, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some, like, you know, I've seen some bigger people have some, like, uh, like some smaller belly buttons and some skinnier people have, like, bigger, bigger belly buttons. It's just really, it's one of those things that I'm not sure that size really atones to it, but I do feel like if somebody was naturally born with a big belly button and they were a bigger person, you know, like, say, you know, six six and 
450 pounds or whatever. I feel like, you know, like sumo wrestler type of people, then possibly. But as far as like actually being connected to like someone's size and height, I don't, I don't think there's an actual correlation there. No, that's fair. It's just things to think about because, like, not always, right? Because, you know, like, there's some people that just have, like, naturally longer arms than, like, like, let's say, let's say there's two people that are six foot tall, right? They might have, more often than not, they're probably going to have different arm lengths, different leg lengths, different torso lengths. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you will have your, like, average, average sizes, but not... You couldn't put two people next to each other and just be like, absolutely know that they could switch each other's clothes. Right. Man, fair enough. That's interesting. So, as you know, Kobe, we often do this game where it's overrated, underrated, properly rated, possibly I, I, rated. I, I, I'm, I'm liking the idea of changing – properly rated to possibly rated. I mean, just after the podcast, you know? Yeah, I, absolutely. And as one of the two members here, you have that right. Um, so overrated, underrated, possibly rated. Is that what you're saying? Which means exactly possibly pro- rated, which possibly means, rated that it's rated mwah, like it's chef's kiss. Exactly. Like it, it's your seventh favorite thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. I got, I got one for you. The song Halo by Beyonce. Overrated, underrated, possibly rated. I mean, it may be a hot take, but I'm going to say, especially for today, I feel like it's underrated. Like back in the day, like back when it first came out and, you know, we were younger and we were listening to it all the time. I kind of personally thought it was overrated, but like now actually like, it not being played every five seconds, I'm saying it's underrated. I think I respect that. I respect that answer. It has a, it has a, cause it's no, it's no longer 2008, you know, and it's no longer, you know, and yeah, I think that's fair. Beyonce's come out with some albums since then. She has some hits like from off of like lemonade, you know, and you know what I'm saying? She's had some big albums, some big moments. Um, I'm going to say it's possibly rated friend. And I say that because, Today at work, one of my friends, he's the DJ up there. And I told him, I'm like, I want Beyonce's Halo. And and word went around that I requested that song. And I saw people singing the song, different shapes, different sizes, different colors, singing the song. And then someone said, I heard you cued the song. This is a this hit this hit right now. Oh, and I'm absolutely. like, the song brought people together. Exactly. Like, it's definitely like, it's one of those that like, if you hear it, you're not skipping it. Like, but it's just one of those things that not everybody's jamming out to it on its radio, on the radio or on, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, whatever. It's not like one of the most clicked on songs now. You know what I mean? No, I feel that. It's an older song. But yeah, I definitely respect the possibly rated. It's, It's one of those that Anybody that listens to it's going to be like, yeah, that's a good song. But, like, it's just not one of those when people are like, hey, think of a good song. First thing that pops in their head is not Halo. I was, no, I think that's fair. The reason I say possibly rated instead of underrated is because I don't want to hear it every day. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I don't want to, 
I like that it's hidden right now a bit, but like it's not hidden. Everyone knows it, but everyone not everyone plays it all the time like it used to. Because if it got overplayed again, I'd be like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, all right, you know, it's a great song, but like, you know. I get it. Yeah, I got you. That's that's fair. That's fair. Do you have an overrated, underrated, possibly rated at I the moment? I do have one for you, and it's actually related to this past weekend. Okay. Brisket Burger in Denton, Texas. Overrated, underrated, possibly, possibly rated. Possibly rated. Okay. Okay. I think it's overrated. Hot take. It's a hot take. I think it's overrated. It's, Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. I think it's great. I like getting the apple pie shakes. I like getting the pie shakes there. I think it's a good burger. Is it the best burger I've ever had? No. Is it the best breakfast burger I've ever had when I went there last time? No. Am I happy to go there whenever I do go there? Is it nostalgic whenever we go there as a squad? Absolutely. But am I going to sit there and be like, I want to get a damn good burger. I will not be going to Brisket Burger. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I can respect that. It's a hot uh, take, but I, I, I get it. It is a hot take, but I respect it. And thinking back on my time at UNT, I probably will have to agree with you, or I'd probably have to disagree with you. Because uh, the only reason I knew about Brisket Burger before I ever went there with y'all was uh, because I did Uber Eats. I, I, while I lived in Denton for two and a half, three years, I never had Brisket Burger once. But I've had it twice since then, and I would have to agree. Like, it's a good burger, and it's like there's a multitude of options to choose from that give you a burger. Like, right. you know, there's a chili burger. There's the breakfast burger. Um, I can't remember uh, brisket. There's an actual brisket burger, but it's novel for sure. Yeah, exactly. But like as a best burger, it's not. It's not competing. So, so I guess that's fair because it's more of a specialty burger place. Yeah, it's a pizza burger too. So like it, it, it's to me as a Texan, right? Like as someone. I enjoy Whataburger more than In-N-Out, but I do enjoy In-N-Out, right? And I've always thought that these comparisons were unfair because I thought one place was a specialty sandwich place, specialty burger place, and the other one just had burgers. And I never thought – I get it's California versus Texas, but I never thought that it was a fair – Comparison. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's kind of my point is – as like a a burger shop, like just like flat out burger, like taste, like is it going to taste better than something else? Absolutely, like completely overrated. But like as a novelty burger shop that sells just all kinds of different burgers, specialty burgers, I have to say possibly rated. That's fair. I think that's fair. I think, you know, what's interesting. I've been there twice. I've only been there twice. So I act like I've been here a lot of times. And so like, I almost feel like it's properly rated because it, you haven't been there like long enough or like you haven't, exactly. like you don't get it all the time. 
I mean, that's fair because it's not something that like, you know, we're just having at least once a week, you know? Right. I'm sticking to my overrated statement. I think it's overrated, but I, I, it makes me consider that as the, like depends on your perspective and how you're looking at it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, are you just looking for something that tastes good? Or are you looking for something that kind of is different and hits the spot? Right. No, I think that's fair. That's interesting. I mean, just like, you know, the, the apple pie shake that they have. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know any place else that sells one, but there's nothing to say that if a novelty pie rest or like a, like a dessert place opened up, had a good one. Who's to say it wouldn't be better. I think that's fair, right? It's just because it has unique items on the menu that almost makes it what you respect about it. Exactly. Wow, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Very valid point, in fact. Wow, wow, wow. Kelby, we've we've gone through some stuff here. We've talked about your deep dark secrets of Scotch Bright. We've analyzed the NBA playoffs. We've talked about our sponsor. Um, we've talked about advice we would give for people talked about relationship dynamics what else have we talked about we've talked about a lot of things here today we've gone through quite a bit oh we talked about nuts nuts we did talk about nut juice nut, nut juice, juice yeah. yeah nut juice almond milk synonyms maybe they are maybe they're not you know the nuances exactly. in that like are they are there almond titties are there are there almond titties are we asking the right questions when it comes I mean, to almond titties I think that may need to be a question that we ask on, uh, you know, our Instagram page. Like, are there almond titties? Are they, <laughs> yes or no? Just do like a poll on Twitter. Yes exactly. or no? Almond titties. Yes? No. Uh, yeah, I think that's a very valid point. I think that's um, – are there almond titties? And I, I think I think we can do that. I think we can do that. We'll do that poll. Let's see what our fan base has to think. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, – um, We'll have that poll on our Twitter page, rambling underscore pod. Get on Twitter, follow us, send us some shit, shit talk us, love on us, DM us, like our shit, share our shit, vote in our polls. We love it all. We love it all. We do love it all. Kobe, you brought you brought a different perspective today. One that I it's almost like you were a completely and utterly different person entirely. I, I told you, like I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be different now. Trying You're evolving. To, You're growing. Trying to. Granted, the Scotch Bright thing is one I'm shocked yeah, by. Yeah, that one, that one, that one might be a downfall. That one's definitely a downfall. But yeah, you know. it's a downfall. But I, I, uh, you know, I definitely. Um, Growth never stops. You know what I mean? We're still in this process called life. And whether that means our stance, our stances on which sponge to use, how we handle relationships, how we handle our lives now, we talk about that what we may have done different 18 to 23 to 25, whatever. But also we're 23 and 25 right now, so we can make we could take the that same advice now. We could, we could. We could also, you know, however we do it. So growth never stops just because we're not a uh, an acute age group or whatever it is. Hey, Hell, can I interrupt you for just a second? Yeah, for sure. You know what time it is? You're sick. <laughs> what were you saying? Sick. 
well, uh, it appears it's, it's time to end. And as we know, as always, you have the ability to end this whenever you like. So I, I could make you still have another conversation for another hour, or I could do it like right now. Yeah, and you you could also show change from your sadistic ways. Have you been working on all the change that you've been doing? You could you could be gracious. I could be, and I could tell you that it'll end in three seconds, and then I would feel like an evolved man. But here I am talking, and it's been longer than three seconds. It has been longer than three seconds because you're a filthy liar. <laughs> And we are in the middle of 